And despite Medwick's triple crown in 1937, the Gas House Gang era ended without another flag. But the farm system restocked the cards for four pennants in five years, starting in 1942. The new stars were shortstop Marty Marion, right fielder Enos Slaughter, center fielder Terry Moore, and another brother act, catcher Walker Cooper and pitcher Mort, a 22-game winner in 1942. The Cardinals took 43 of their final 51 games to streak past the Dodgers and meet the heavily favored Yankees in the World Series. In Game 1, the Cardinals trailed 7-0 in the bottom of the ninth and rallied for four runs. They could have scored more, but a 21-year-old rookie left fielder made the first and last outs of the inning. In Game 2, with the score tied at 3 in the 8th, that rookie had a chance to atone for his failures. Ted Barber has the call. So,
underdog Cardinals dropped the first game, then swept four straight from the Yankees. By 1943, World War II had made inroads into talent throughout the major leagues, but the Cardinals and Yankees resumed their World Series rivalry. Replaying the 1942 script, the Cardinals dropped Game 1. In Game 2, Marty Marion, Mr. Shortstop, came to bat in the third of a scoreless tie. A flawless fielder with a rifle arm. Red Barber's call shows Slats also had a little sting in his bat.
by Bill White. Jay Hook gets set. The pitch to Musio. There's a drive to right make it a safe ball. Home run! Warrior with him next. He's got first base open. There's a shot. That's blocked. Another home run for Musio. He really crossed that one up against the facade. Elizabeth Bush sitting down in the cardinal box next to their dugout. Yeah. 
Barber, the batter. There's the stretch by Mickelson. Here's the pitch. There goes Grove. There's a drive. Field. Roger Maris wipes his straddle. 
seven bases as the Redbirds overcame the Boston Red Sox in seven games. The Cardinals returned to the World Series in 1968 thanks in part to more heroics from Cepeda. Classic. The Cardinals took part in one of the most unusual double plays in Major League history. On September 17th, Gaylord Perry of the Giants no-hit the Redbirds. The next day, Ray Washburn got the ball for the Cardinals. Two strikes, one ball. A thrilling moment in Candlestick. Can Ray Washburn do it? Two men are out in the ninth on a no-hitter. Here's the pitch. Five ball. In the 1968 World Series, Bob Gibson would surpass his own standard with 35 strikeouts, including a record 17 in the opener. But the Cardinals fell in seven games to the Detroit Tigers. Despite the World Series loss, the future looked bright for the Redbirds at the dawn of divisional play.
everybody, Harry Carey from Bush Memorial Stadium in St. Louis on the occasion of the final game of the 1969 season. Bob Gibson will pitch for the St. Louis Cardinals. All the regulars will be in the lineup. Gibby will be shooting for his 20th victory of the season. Little left-hander Grant Jackson will, will pitch for the Philadelphia Phillies. Our guest on the dugout show, one of the five pitchers of the Redbirds, Nelson Bryles, for whom you'll hear now in just one minute. Our guest on the dugout show tonight, pitcher Nelson Bryles of the St. Louis Cardinals. Nellie, uh, a lot of criticism around these days. It sure is. Uh, of course, Harry, when you don't have a winning season, uh, I don't mean playing a uh, well, 500, but uh, a championship season, uh, uh, there's bound to be more criticism. Uh, I think athletes uh, expect and perhaps anticipate some criticism uh, during a season when you don't win a lot, uh, but that's part of it. Any reaction of uh, you as a player and others I know uh, in the clubhouse as to uh, uh, any references to the way you dress and the way you wear your hair and the kind of shoes you have on? Well, I can only speak for myself, and, and uh, the way this is the way I feel. I feel that the only thing that makes or breaks me as an athlete is what I do on the field. When I cross the white line, it's what I do on the field. And that is open to criticism, uh, and I don't feel that anything that I do off the field uh, can affect me that much, the way I dress. Uh, I'm sure that uh, sideburns short or long can't make me throw the ball any harder, make me have better control, maybe windage or something. <laughs> but uh, the way I dress, this is this is just an extension of, of what I am personally and not what I am when I'm on the, on the field. Funny thing now, you know, uh, actually, uh, there's no difference between established veterans and the way they dress. I notice the way some of the rookies dress. They dress the same way. You guys are young men. That's exactly right. Uh, we're not in high school anymore or college where uh, we have to be governed as such. Uh, I believe that uh, we're in a position to where most of us are men. And uh, we expect and want to be treated as such. Uh, however, I, I think one thing that, that we have to look at is the fact that because we are athletes and that, that, that we do play at a major league level, we do a lot of traveling. We're exposed to a lot of things that ordinarily people are not exposed to. Therefore, you're, you uh, acquire different tastes. You're able to enjoy things that other people cannot enjoy. And therefore, uh, your taste grows. And, and uh, because of the exposure, uh, you develop just wider taste. And uh, I think this is what, what happens. Isn't this, uh, isn't this the great uh, nation and the great enterprise, the free enterprise that we have, the, the ability for the, uh, for the young man to, uh, to grow in stature and uh, in surrounding? Isn't this what we all are in the business for, any business? The United States is famous for its Horace Alger type stories, uh, rags to riches, this type thing. And I think if you'll investigate most athletes, they come from humble beginnings which is wonderful because from these beginnings, they know that through athletics, they have a chance to make something of themselves, perhaps do something for their family uh, in gratitude for the way that uh, they sacrifice, perhaps in bringing you up. And through athletics, you have a chance to better yourself. You have a chance to, to perhaps wear nice clothes where you weren't able to before. And usually when, when, you, uh, when you're deprived of something, when you're able to, to uh, achieve, say, a financial level or, or whatever, then this is something you want right, right away. 
So perhaps sometimes it's clothes, sometimes it's a new car. But when you're deprived of these things, uh, I think sometimes uh, it's kind of a fulfillment, a goal to yourself that uh, you like these things. And isn't it true that when you do get to these things and you're, you're to this level and you begin to enjoy these things, I would think it would work the other way around, that you would then play harder in order, in order to maintain this level of life. This is the way I feel. Uh, once once uh, you arrive at, at a point, uh, I don't think there's any athlete uh, on our ball club that is self-satisfied. No one is more disappointed in a poor season than the athlete who has a poor season because he has confidence in his ability and he knows that uh, he, he is capable of producing better. So there's no one has, is more critical of anyone than we are of ourselves. So it's uh, when we... Uh, go out and, and uh, on the field, we know that uh, if we don't hustle, if we don't put out as much as we can, the only person we're hurting is ourselves. Nelly, nice talking to you, and uh, have a great winter. Thank you very much, Harry. It's been my pleasure. Thank you very much. Nelson Bryles, we'll be back in one minute. Harry Shane with the singing of our national anthem. Well, you already know a lot about this ball game. Bob Gibson is the Cardinal pitcher, and Bob is looking for his 20th win of the year. He goes into the contest with a record of 19 and 13, and his opponent on the mound will be Grant Jackson, the Philadelphia left-hander, and Jackson has won 14 and lost 17. Also in this ballgame, Joe Torrey of the Cardinals will be seeking his 100th run batted in of the year. The two pitchers are still warming up. Bob Gibson down in the right field corner and Grant Jackson, the left-hander, warming up in the Philadelphia bullpen. George Myatt coaching at third and Billy DeMars at first base for the Phillies. Tony Taylor leading it off. The final game of the year, the Cardinals and the Phils. We hope you enjoyed the broadcast. And for the play-by-play, -play, here is Harry Carey. Thank you very much, Jack. Hello again, everybody. The final broadcast of the season. Final game of the year. Bob Gibson trying for number 20. And we're all set to go with Tony Taylor leading off. Hitting 265. First pitch. It's a breaking ball in there for a strike off. One strike and no ball. Taylor, who has hit three homers, is third here. Here's the pitch by Gibson. Fastball a little bit low on outside. Tim McCarver behind the plate. Joe Torrey at first. Julian Javier at second. Jerry Devanna at sharp. Here's the pitch. It's a strike call, the fastball. Mike Shannon's playing third base. Lou Brock's in left. Kurt Flood in center. Joe Hagan right. Two strikes and a ball. Here's the pitch. Fouled it back into the stand. Two strikes and a ball. Cincinnati and Atlanta. The Reds lead one to nothing. And now Atlanta leads three to one at the end of three. The Braves are shooting for their 11th in a row. Now the signal. Two strikes and a ball. The pitch is on the way. And it bounces in front of the plate. Two balls, two strikes. Johnny Briggs will be next. The final game of the year. This is the way it began. With Bob Gibson touching for the Cardinals. Now the signal given. The windup and the pit. Swung and he struck him out. Tony Taylor goes down swinging. On opening day, some six months ago, Bob Gibson, in the opening game of the season, pitched nine innings, allowed two runs, 
left for a pinch hitter. The Cardinals lost it in the 14th. Here's the pitch to Briggs, and it's low and inside. On that occasion, Gibson struck out 10 and walked nobody. Hit one man. Now the pitch. And it's a slider inside. Cardinals had a 2-1 to one lead. Now they trailed 2-1. to one. They tied it at 2-2. Two to two. And did very little in the last six innings. Two balls, no strikes. A pitch to break. Swung at a curve and he missed. So Bob Gibson, who started it, the same Bob Gibson will end it here tonight. Here's the pitch. Swing on, fly ball, right field. Joe Hay coming in. Under the ball, waiting. And he makes the catch. Two up, two down. Here is Johnny Callison. He's had 16 homers this year, driven in 62 runs. Bob Gibson gets that. The first pitch is high and outside. Callison, been with the Phillies since 1960. The pitch, in there a beauty. Harry Wendell stepped the plate up five. Runners are at first, or rather it's a count is one ball, one strike, no runners on, two out. Here is the pitch and the swung on. High fly ball on the right. Joe Hay coming in, it'll be an easy out. He's got it to retire the side. The bottom half of the first, no score. We go to the bottom of the first. Lou Brock will lead it off for the Cardinals. Redbirds trying to nail down his final game of the season. They lost the first game, you know. In fact, they lost the first three at home. All three of them to the fire. Here's Lou Brock, who has a chance to finish at 300. He's batting 298 with 12 homers, 47 runs by today. Atlanta leads the Reds 3-1 at the end of three. Here's the wind-up, the pitch by Grant Jackson. It's a fastball high and outside. Jackson with a losing ball club is 114. Lost 17. Now the sign. Here's the pitch. Sidearm fastball for a strike called at the knee. And that evens it up. One ball, one strike. Grant Jackson looking for his 15th win. Now the delivery, here it is. Swung and he fouled it back, strike two. Two strikes and a ball. Kenny Boyer, formerly former Cardinal star, now with the Dodgers. Here in the press box tonight, here's the pitch. And it's low curveball outside, that evens it up. Two strikes. What'd you do? Jump the ball club? I left. We lost more. I think we have. No, we have. As a matter of fact, uh, we lost more ball games than you have. There's a bouncy ball hit by Brock to Richie Allen. Steps on the bag. Yeah. You've lost 77. The Cardinals have lost 75. Well, there was a time I thought the Dodgers were going to win it all over there. Well, we thought so until the last 10 days, and we, of course, couldn't win a ball game. Uh, I think we lost nine in a row, and the Braves were in the midst of winning nine in a row, so it reminded me a lot of the 57 Cardinals when uh, we lost nine in a row in the Milwaukee Braves. 
and uh, Dixie and or, uh, Harry Walker. Here's a pitch to Stone. He swings and he misses. And another match on the ball. The wall, Austin tied with a temper. Uh, Freddie Hutchinson. Oh, he was a great one. Great gentleman. Two strikes and a ball. One on and one out. The pitch to Stone. Swung, fouled out of play. You know, I imagine Kenny, uh, Gil Hodges must be very much like Freddie Hutchinson. I suppose he is. I keep comparing him, uh, comparing him with uh, Walter Austin because yeah. I never see him lose his temper either. And yet a strong disciplinarian at the same time who uh, had the greatest respect to the player. They knew when he meant this. Well, I talked to a lot of the guys on that club because I knew some of them I played with. and uh, He's a great man on fundamentals, and uh, I think that uh, they all admit that that was the difference in the ball club. He, he came over and taught fundamentals. Here's a pitch to Stone High, and the count is even. Two balls, two strikes. Well, I don't know why we shouldn't ask you. Everybody else in the world is being asked. I give you a little time to think of an answer, but what's been wrong with the Cardinals? Two balls, two strikes. The pitch. Slow on, fly ball, right center field. Flood on the run, on the run, on the run, on the run. Can't reach it, a base hit. Here's Darren Johnson. He could be thrown out of third. He is thrown out. To Shannon, and the beauty about that is that I think Jerry Devanna was trying to cut the ball off, but it skipped by on a short hop, went right into Shannon who tagged him out. So Stone singles the right center, but Darren Johnson's thrown out from Flood to Mike Shannon. Two out. I give you enough time? Well, I tell you the truth, uh, Harry, I couldn't find too much wrong with the Cardinal Ball Club because I think they beat the Dodgers this year uh, something like 9-3, and three, and uh, they look like the ball club of the last two years to us. And uh, uh, I know that some of the other clubs around the league uh, had a little better success with them, and uh, I think it was more just the timing of their base hits more than any other, any other thing. Uh, I don't know how you'd put your finger on one or two guys or, or any other situation of the ball club and say this is what happened. Uh, I suppose as is winning, it was just a team effort in losing. Dave Watkins, the catcher up there, one ball, one strike. Actually, the Cardinals pitching staff has a better run average. The Cardinals signing average of the team is better than the Mets. Just one of those years when things just didn't gel. Here's the pitch. Curve in there, a strike call. Two strikes and a ball. Two men are up. We're in the second inning. Watkins hitting 174. Now the stretch by Bob Gibson going for number 20. The pitch. Foul back. Two strikes and a ball. Kenny, why would a guy want to be a major league manager? The way they're key, there's Dick Williams. He was a genius two years ago. Now he's fired. There's Bill Rigney. Everybody thinks he's one of the smartest baseball men around. Here's the pitch. Watkins swings and misses, striking out. Well, I suppose you could put it in the class of ego or pride or a combination of the two. I think that most of us spend 20 years in the game, and we feel like this. I suppose when we get finished, we know more than any other manager that ever ever managed. And uh, I'm sure that there's many, many situations that none of us understand until you get the job. But uh, I think it's a matter of pride and uh, wanting to pass along to some of the other young, the youngsters the things that you feel like you've learned over the years. And, it's just a matter of satisfaction and knowing that you can handle men and, and uh, have learned the game well enough to teach it. 
In other words, it's just the ultimate for a man who has played baseball to see the major league manager who will lead a team into a World Series and a championship. Well, I suppose that would be the ultimate goal. I know as a, as a kid, we certainly all envision ourselves uh, being on a championship ball club and in a World Series. So I suppose you'd have to carry it further and say that if you manage, that would be the thing you'd want to want to do if you manage. We're talking with Kenny Boyer. We're moving now into the bottom half of the second inning with the score still. The Phillies nothing, the Cardinals nothing. And the count evened up at a ball and a strike. They make it two strikes and a ball now. Kenny Boyer's been our guest. Formerly of the Dodgers, formerly of the Cardinals, formerly of the White Sox and the Mets. Two strikes and a ball. Here's a pitch swung on. Low drive. Way back. This might be the 100th RBI. Home run. Joe Torrey lost in a home run over the left center field wall. There's his 18th homer. All of his teammates are up. Giving him a standing ovation. That's the way to drive in your 100th run. With a home run. His teammates congratulate him. That's his 18th homer. His first home run since August the 21st. More than a month ago. So Torrey has 18 homers and 100 runs batted in. Here's McCarver. The pitch is low. One ball, no strike. One to nothing in favor of the Redbirds. The pitch. And it's low, ball two. Two balls, no strikes. Torrey hit a fastball over the left center field gate. Now the signal. The pitch. It's a strike at the knees. Two balls and a strike. One to nothing, St. Louis. A pitch swung, smash, ball. Two balls, two strikes. <laughs> Here's the wire from Norman, Oklahoma. Here's the 2-2 pitch. Strike three. Just to show you how ridiculous things are, almost as ridiculous as the fact that the guy has a bad year because he wears long sideburns. Here's a wire from an M.J. Mercer in Norman, Oklahoma. Every time Mr. Shandy sings, the Cardinals lose. Example of the final game of the 68 World Series. I haven't recovered yet. <laughs> That's too much. One strike and I have to give this to Mary to put her scrapbook. Here's the pitch, and it's a strike call. Two strikes and nothing. Mike Shannon, the batter, hitting 254. Grant Jackson gets ready. Here's the pitch. And it's blowing outside. I think we figured out everything, like the clothes and the shoes. Mrs. Shandy singing the national anthem. The broadcaster and everything is being what's wrong with the ball club, except what happens on the field. Here's the pitch swung on. A high pop fly in the infield. He was fooled. And there's Tony Taylor driving that one. That will bring up Joe Hague. A run is in on Joe Torrey's 18th homer. And his 
100th run batted in. The pitch swung on. A little tap down the first baseline trickles into foul territory. Jim Toby just reminded me that Mrs. Shandy's also sang before the seventh game of the 64 World Series, but they won that time. Of course, that's a long time ago. <laughs> One strike and no balls. A pitch to Higg, and it's low and outside. Well, this will just give you an idea. MJ Mercer, Norman, Oklahoma. Now the pitch, a little bit low. Two balls and a strike. One to nothing in favor of the Redbirds. Joe Haig, the hitter. Now the pitch. Grant Jackson waiting. Here it is. He swings and he misses. That evens it up. Two balls, two strikes. Joe Haig, H-A-G-U-E. Shot two homers for the Cardinals. Now the delivery. Strike! Three call. And it's one run, one hit, no errors, and nobody loves it. At the end of two hits, St. Louis one, put it up another. We go into the top of the third. Bob Gibson's pitch to Terry Harmon, and it's a strike call. Gibson's given up two hits. He is fan two. He's going for his 20th victory. The pitch swung. High top foul, McCarver. Off with the mask, under the ball, and he makes the catch. Harmon foul to McCarver. That's one away. And it brings up Grant Jackson, a pretty good hitting pitcher. We're in the top of the third. Montreal at Pittsburgh tied 1-1. Pittsburgh batting bottom of the fifth. If the Pirates win, they clinch third place. The Cardinals, therefore, would finish fourth. If the Pirates lose and the Cardinals win, they'll divide third place money. Which isn't much. Here's the pitch and it swung and he missed. Strike one. One strike and no ball. One out. Third inning. Now the delivery. Here it is. Swung on a high pop fly. In foul territory, Lou Brock and Jerry Devannon, and nobody can make the play. Strike two. Well, what in the world is a guy going to do tomorrow night? <laughs> We'll be flying to Ann Arbor, where Missouri plays Michigan Saturday afternoon. There'll be nothing different. Here's the pitch. Inside and low. Two strikes and a ball. Now the pitch. Follow the back. Grant Jackson. For the second time tonight, a foul ball has landed in a vendor's basket. Popcorn all over the place. Here's strike three. That's the third strikeout. 
one. Bouncing ball, Mike Shannon. Big hop. Hop, skip, and throw. In time. One, two, three. Nothing across. We go into the bottom half of the third. One to nothing, St. Louis on Joe Torrey's home run. Well, far for identification, this is the Cardinals baseball network. From Tower Heights in Princeton, Indiana, this is WRAY-FM, 98.1 megahertz, the good listening radio voice in 50 Tri-State County. Harry Carey from the ballpark, we go to the bottom of the third, leading off for St. Louis, Jerry Devanna. Bob Gibson will be next. Final game of the year. Here's the pitch. And it's a fastball low. Devanna held up in time. One ball, no strikes. Now the signal given, here it is. It's a fastball, a little bit low, ball two. Two balls, no strikes. The playoffs start Saturday. Baltimore favored three to two over Minnesota. And the Atlanta Braves are favored 11 to 10 over the Mets. Those are the betting odds as, you'll excuse the expression, as appears in the newspaper. Three balls and a strike on Jerry Devanna. Out of pitch. Long and he fouled it off. Three balls, two strikes. Right-handed hitter waiting. Three-two pitch. Swung on, fly ball, big left center field. It'll be caught. Ron Stone waits and he has it. Devanen flies to Stone. One away. Here's Bob Gibson. Gibson has been a tremendous pitcher. Right-handed hitter waiting. The wind-up, the bet. It's a strike call. Gibson last year had an earned run average of 1.12. Here's a pitch foul. This year's earned run average, 2.26. So anytime he pitches, if the Cardinals make three runs, he wins. That's the way it figures out. It hasn't worked out that way, though. They never make three runs when he pitches. Two strikes, no balls. The pitch swung. Foul out of play. One man gone, bottom of the third. Beautiful evening. Boy, we're going to miss some great weather by not having the World Series here. And miss a few other things. Two strikes, no ball. The delivery. Low. One man out. Ball game of the third. Beautiful evening. Ah, you can't beat fun at the old ballpark. Two strikes on the ball. Strike three. A slider caught the corner. That's strikeout number three for Gibson. Here's Lou Brock. Bounced out his first time up. 
batting 298. 12 homers. Every time he fails to hit, his chances of batting 300 just about vanish. Here's the pitch. He bumps, and he may beat it out. If it stays there, it goes foul. One strike to no more. You know, you look at these averages, you certainly can't prove anything. As that being the reason the Cardinals haven't won. Brock hitting 298, Flood 286, Javier 285, Torrey 289 with 100 RBIs, McCarver is off at 263, Shannon is off at 254. Back from the lower end of the batting order, of course, that has suffered. One ball, one strike, two out, nobody off. Oh, I tried to reason why. Just forget it. Bad year. Somebody else won. So what? Here's the pitch. Bunch foul. Who are you, sir? Two strikes and a ball. Signal given. The windup. Here's the pitch. A high top fly. Short left field. Short stop out there makes the play. Terry Harmon takes care. A broad spot fly. One, two, three, nothing across. And at the end of three, St. Louis one, Philadelphia nothing. You know, a moment ago I asked a photographer who he was, and he said he's with the AP, and now another man's here with the UPI. And they tell me a story who? Oh, you're from Channel 2. They tell me, tell me a story has just moved on the wire that my contract has not been renewed. My contract's not up until December the 31st, and nobody has told me anything yet. So apparently somebody has told somebody something. At the end of 25 years, you'd think they'd at least let you know without the press being all over you. At the end of 25 years, they usually give you a gift. They're going to give me a kick in the you-know-what. If these guys are right, these newspaper men, they say UPI has moved a story that my contract has not been removed. Two balls and a strike. Johnny Briggs, the hitter. The pitch is low. Ball three. Three balls, one strike. Well, we might as well have some fun if this is the last one. It won't be the last one. It might be the last one with the team I love, the Cardinals, but it won't be the last baseball I'll ever do, I'll tell you that. I hope. Ball four to Johnny Briggs. Here's Johnny Callis. A runner at first and nobody else. The stretch, the pitch. And it's a little bit low and outside. A runner at first base. Bob Gibson getting set. Now the delivery. Swung and a high pop fly. In foul territory. Mike Shannon under the ball and he has Callison fouls to Shannon. One gone. Here's Richie Allen. Boy, you know, they really have you in a they're really having a bind, you know. You don't want to sound facetious or funny because it's hurting down inside. 
And yet you know the world hasn't come to an end either. Here's Allen, the pitch there goes, the runner swung and missed, there's a pack, he is safe for stolen base. Johnny Briggs steals second. So Richie Allen now has a man in scoring position with one out. Right-handed hitter digging in. The pitch. Swung and he fouled him. Two strikes, no ball. One on, one out. We're in the fourth. Now the pitch on the way. Here it is. A little bit outside. Bob Gibson shooting for number 20. A runner in scoring position with one gone. Now the stretch. The delivery. Low ball two. Two balls, two strikes. Two balls, two strikes. At the belt, the pitch. Ball three. Three balls and two strikes. The wires are hot. Holy man. They wait till at least the final game is over and then, then bury my body if that's what they want. This is ridiculous. Strike ball to Richie Allen. Darren Johnson now steps up. Well, let's see. The Globe Democrat has had me fired. The Post-Dispatch has had me fired. The UPI now has the story I have been fired. Here's the pitch. Darren Johnson didn't mean to swing a little over to the first baseman. Torrey's got it. Steps on the back for the out. No run. No hits. No errors. One left. And Bob Gibson working for number 20 has a shutout going. As we move into the bottom of the fourth, St. Louis won. Philadelphia nothing. We go into the bottom of the fourth. The score one to nothing in favor of St. Louis. Kurt Flood will lead it off. Joe Torrey, wouldn't it be something if this game ends one to nothing? Bob Gibson wins his 20th. Joe Torrey drives in his 100th win with a homer to win it. Be a nice way to end the season. Kurt Flood rolled out his first time up. The game delayed for a moment as Johnny Briggs goes to center field. Montreal has taken a two-to-one lead at the end of five over the Pirates. Bob Moose, the no-hitter, no-hit pitcher working for the Pirates. Here's Flood who takes it in there for a strike call. Raymond is now relieving, though, for Montreal in the sixth, though maybe the Pirates are doing something. Now the pitch, and it's low. One ball, one strike. Nobody on and nobody out. The delivery. And it's outside ball two. Two balls and a strike.
is the pitch. Bouncing ball, left field base hit. Flood grounds a single to left. He's on there. That will bring up Javier. Javier, who fouled out his first time up. Ball game in the fourth. Signal given. The pitch. And it's a strike over the outside corner of the knee. One strike and no ball. Richie Allen holding the runner on at first base. Now the stretch. The pitch. There's a strike call. A beauty. Strikes at nothing. We're in the fourth. Each team has had two hits. The difference is Joe Torrey's home run for his 100th run by the day. Two strikes, no ball. Now the delivery. Bouncing ball looks like a double play. Darren Johnson, a second one. Tony Taylor can't make a play as Flood went into him hard. Well, there you are. Final game of the season. Doesn't mean a doggone thing. You think they just try to get it over with as quickly as they could. Try not to get hurt. Blood split in hard to Tony Taylor to break up the double play. There are professionals, and then there are professionals. One out. Here's Joe Torres. The Cardinals have lost, not because they haven't tried their doggoneness, I'll tell you that. They've lost because they just haven't had it this year. They could bounce back with the same club maybe and win the next three years. I don't know that it'll happen that way, but I mean, supports effort and desire and determination. They've had it all, but they just couldn't get the base hit when they needed it. And that can happen to anybody. One ball and one strike. The pitch. There's a high fly ball in the right. Johnny Callison way back waiting near the track, and he has two outs. That will bring up Tim McCarthy. Pittsburgh got two runs. They're leading three to two. If they win, they will have clinched third place. Here's McCarthy. Two outs. A runner at first. The pitch. Swung on and popped up. That'll be an easy out. The second baseman, Tony Taylor. And he has it. No runs, one hit. No errors, one left. And at the end of four, St. Louis won. Philadelphia, nothing. We go to the top of the fifth. The Cardinals are leading one to nothing. Ron Stone will be leading it off for the Phillies. And Jack, before I turn it over to you, if these stories are right, and the more you hear from the various services, the more you got to be convinced that they know what they're talking about, although I have heard nothing about it. I want to tell you, one of the things I'm going to miss is my association with one of the most talented men I've ever met in my life, meaning you. And 
throw, Mr. Talent. Take over in the top of the fifth. Thank you, Harry, and you can double that with regard to my sentiments for you. We go on to the fifth inning of the ball game. One to nothing, the Cardinals leading on Torrey's home run in the second inning. Each team two hits in the ball game, and a high fly ball hit to right center by Stone. Flood coming hard. Can't get there, and it's a base hit by Stone leading off in the fifth inning. A lead by the runner, Gibson swings, and a fly ball to right. Forces Callison back a couple of steps, but he makes the catch. And that's all in the seventh inning. Gibson is all for three. He flies to right. The Cardinals get no runs, one hit, no errors, a walk. One man out stealing, one man left. The Cardinals have left four, and at the end of seven, they lead Philadelphia two to nothing. We go into the top of the eighth. Bob Gibson going for number 20, has a three-hit shutout. And Joe Torrey has driven in both his 100th and 101st run of the season. Dave Watkins, the catcher, is fanned twice. Gibson is fanned eight. The first pitch, low and outside. One ball and no strike. Well, <laughs> here's the pitch. And it's outside, ball two. I went over to the stadium club. I went over to make some arrangements. Even though we're going to finish fourth. I'm going to host a little champagne party in the Cardinal clubhouse. Because I don't know <laughs> how many of us are ever going to see each other again, it looks like. So we might as well get have a pop or two. Here's the pitch. Ball four. Watkins draws the base on ball. Here's Terry Harmon. Bob Gibson with a two-to-nothing lead. Pittsburgh is in, its, in the process of clinching third place. Now the pitch. Swung and he fouled it back. He had a good cut. One strike and no ball. A runner at first. Nobody out the ball game of the game. One ball, one strike, Terry Harmon. The shortstop, Paul Rangy, right-handed hitter. Batting 240, the pitch. Curve is a beauty. Strike two. Two strikes and a ball. A runner at first and nobody out. Now the pitch on the way. Line drive, center field base hit. Watch the runner at second, he's going to hold. Blood threw a man out earlier. So Harmon lines a single to center. There are runners at first and second with nobody out. And Grant Jackson now will bat for himself, which would indicate that he will advance him along. Jackson is nothing out of two. He's had 11 hits as a batter. He's trying for his 15th victory while Bob Gibson tries for number 20. The stretch the fifth. And he bumps foul off to the left, strike one. One strike and no ball. Now the signal given. Pick off play at second, no throw, the pitch to the plate. He was trying to bunt, it was inside. One ball and one strike. Runners at first and second, nobody out. We're in the eighth. Bob Gibson trying for number 20 has a 2 to nothing lead. 
the pitch, he's going to burn it, and he does foul. Strike two. And now Bob Gibson's in a spot where if he strikes him out, he doesn't have to fear the sacrifice, which would put the tying runs in the scoring position. Two strikes and the ball. Now ready. The pitch. He butts. Gibson's going to throw the third. Oh, off down and cross. Everybody is safe. The bases are loaded. And actually, Watkins could have scored. The ball bounced far enough away, but he had split into the bag, and he didn't know where the ball was. On air on who? Air on Shannon. The bases loaded with nobody out, and Bob Gibson, to win his 20th game, will have to do it the hard way. Tony Taylor, the batter. Right-handed hitter digging in. The wind-up, the pitch. Curveball in there, a beauteous strike is called. Earlier this year in the game, I recall Gibson struck out the side with the bases loaded. Now the windup, the pitch. Half swing and he fouled it out of play. Strike two. Two strikes and nothing. Bases loaded, nobody out. We're in the eighth. Final game of the season. Now the delivery, here it is. He tapped and foul. The count is still strike two. Tony Taylor. A tough man in this kind of a spot. He has fanned twice, though, and he has bounced out. Gibson has struck out eight. Now the best. He struck him out. Tony Taylor for the third time tonight goes down swinging. That's nine strikeout for Gibson. That's one out. Johnny Briggs comes up. Gibson now is fanned. 268 men this season. Here's the windup. The pitch. Swung on, bouncing ball foul. There's the most men that Bob Gibson has fanned. He struck out 268 miles a season. 270s is tops. 1965. Here's the pitch to break. Inside. One ball, one strike. One out, bases loaded. Cardinals are leading two to nothing. Infield playing back, hoping for a double play. Briggs is a tough man to double up the pitch. Popped up on the infield. That'll be an easy out. Jerry Devana under the ball. He's got it. But he had slid into the bag and he didn't know where the ball was. On air on who? Aaron Chapman. The base is loaded with nobody out, and Bob Gibson, to win his 20th game, will have to do it the hard way. Tony Taylor, the bat. Right-handed hitter digging in. The wind-up, the pitch. Her ball in there, a beauty of strike is called. Earlier this year in the game, I recall Gibson struck out the side with the bases loaded. Now the windup, the pitch. Half swing and he fouled it out of play, strike two. Two strikes and nothing. 
Bases loaded, nobody out. We're in the eighth. Final game of the season. Now the delivery, here it is. He tapped it foul. The count is still strike two. Tony Taylor, a tough man in this kind of a spot. He has fanned twice, though, and he has bounced out. Gibson has struck out eight. Now the bet. He struck him out. Tony Taylor for the third time tonight goes down swinging. That's nine strikeouts for Gibson. That's one out. Johnny Briggs comes up. Gibson now is fanned. 268 men this season. Here's the windup. The pitch. Swung on, bouncing ball bomb. It's the most men that Bob Gibson has fanned. He struck out 268 last season. 270 is his top. 1965. Here's a pitch to Briggs. Inside. One ball, one strike. One out, bases loaded. Cardinals are leading two to nothing. Infield playing back, hoping for a double play. Briggs is a tough man to double up. The pitch. Popped up on the infield. That'll be an easy out. Jerry Devanna under the ball. He's got it. Two out. And now he's got Johnny Callison coming up. With the bases loaded. A moment ago, the bases were loaded with nobody out. Now the bases are loaded with two out. And they still haven't scored. Can Bob Gibson do it here? Callison is nothing out of three. Left-handed batter. Into the windup, the pitch. High pop foul out of play into the left field corner. Got around late on a fastball. Pittsburgh is about to clinch. Third place. They lead Montreal 8-2 in the ninth. One strike, no ball. Here's the pitch. A little wide of fastball. Bob Gibson has pitched four shutouts and leads the team. One ball, one strike, here it is. Swung and he missed strike two. Two strikes and a ball. Bases are jammed. Two men are out. We're in the eighth. Cardinals are leading two to nothing. The windup by Gibson, the pitch. Base hit, up the middle, one run is in. The game is tied. The second run scores. Here goes the runner to third. He got two out of the bases loaded, but couldn't get the other one. With two strikes in the ball, Johnny Callison lined to single of center. Scoring Watkins and Harmon. Grant Jackson raced to third. Here's Richie Allen now. The stretch. The pitch. Low outside fastball. One ball, no strikes. Darren Johnson will be next. Final game of the year. Now the delivery, here it is. Low and outside, ball two. Two balls, no strikes. Ball game in the eighth. The stretch, the pitch. He's... Swung at a bad pitch, he tried to stop, he had gone around. 
The ball popped away from a carver, but he recovered it in time. Two, two tie. Each team has made five hits. Each team has made one air. Two balls and a strike. The stretch. The pitch. Low ball three. That might be the best thing that could happen is for him to be walked. But you can hardly do it intentionally with runners at first and third. So Gibson is pitching carefully. 3-1 pitch. Into the dirt. Ball four. The bases are loaded again, and here's Darren Johnson. So Bob Gibson's hopes of a shutout victory for number 20 have been destroyed. Now he's battling for his life for the victory. Darren Johnson's had one out of three. Ball game in the top of the eighth. Now the signal given. Here's the pitch. Pop foul back. Out of play. Strike one. One strike and no ball. Here's the pitch on the way. High curveball inside. One ball, one strike. Santiago Guzman warming up in the bullpen. Now the delivery, here it is. Popped up or out of the inning, but they've tied the score. Mike Shannon under the ball, and he's got it. That retires the side. Two runs, two hits. One air, and three left. We move into the bottom of the eighth, all tied up two and two. Harry Carey and Jack Buck for Bush Memorial Stadium. Bottom of the eighth, tied up two and two. Cincinnati is murdering Atlanta tonight, but I imagine the Braves are still celebrating. Here's Lou Brock to lead it off. Pittsburgh has finished third in the Eastern Division. By beating Montreal 8-2, they've clinched third place. And so the overwhelming favorite to win the championship this year, the Cardinals will finish fourth. Here's the pitch low. Lou Brock has had one out of three. One ball, no strikes, the fifth. There's a line drive in the left. Stone is there waiting. He's got it. Rock lined to Stone. Bob Moose, the 22-year-old rookie right-hander who pitched a no-hitter against the Mets a week or so ago, was the winner for the Pirates tonight. It was his 14th victory against only three defeats. 2,700 watched the game. Here's a pitch to flood at the top side. One ball, no strikes, one out. Now the delivery. Swung and he missed. One ball and one strike. One out. The delivery. There's a smash on the ground. Harmon's got it. Over to first. Easy up. Two up, two down. Javier is nothing out of three. Looking ahead to the Phillies' ninth right. Ron Stone will be leading it off. Javier, nothing out of three tonight. Two out, nobody on base. Here's the pitch. 
high pop fly. Johnny Callison coming in. This will be an easy inning. He's got it and retires the side. At the end of eight, tied up 2-2. Two, two. Welcome. Brock hitting 298 now. His chances of finishing at 300 become more minimized. Here's Stone to lead it off. First pitch in there, strike. 11,680. A wonderful crowd, I think, under the circumstances. Here's the pitch. Fly ball, center field. What? Converging on and he has it. 13,414 total, 11,680 paid, and the Cardinals wind up. Here's a pitch outside. 1,682,583 official paid attendance for the year. One out, Dave Watkins, the batter, the pitch by Bob Gibson, low and outside. Joe Torrey will be leading it off at the bottom of the ninth. Do you think he can end it the way he started the scoring with a home run? Two balls, no strikes. Torrey has driven in both runs. Here's the fifth. Here's a strike call. Two balls and a strike. and a strike. There's a pitch low. Ball three. One man out. Ball game of the night. What cat Grant down the bullpen. Three balls and a strike to pitch. Looping liner. Short center. Flood. Can't reach it. Takes it. Watkins singles to center. So they now have six hits. One more than the Cardinals. Here's Terry Harmon. He's one out of three. Here's the pitch. Fly ball to center. Flood under the ball. He's waiting. And he has it. Two men are gone. And Grant Jackson will be the hitter. Jackson is nothing out of three. He's a fine pitcher. He's had a good year. He's won 14, lost 17, earned run average 3.47. He's won 14 games for a team that's won only 63 all year. So he's won better than one-fourth of the ballgame. Two men are out, a runner at first. The stretch, the pit. Strong, and he missed. Mudcat Grant warming up. I don't think Mudcat has any chance to get into this ballgame or anybody else as long as Gibson has a chance to win it. Here's a pitch swung and foul tip. Two strikes, no ball. It's only because he has a chance to win his 20th that he's pitching at all. He would have been bypassed like everybody else except for the fact that He's earned the right to win 20, and that's what he's getting. Two strikes and nothing. The pitch. Bouncing ball to right, a base hit. Here's a runner on to second base holding up. 
Grant Jackson bounces a single to center, uh, to right rather. And here is Tony Taylor. He's fanned three out of the four times. He bounced out the other time. And if you know Tony Taylor, you got to worry more about him right now than anybody else in their lineup. These are the kind of situations he is tough in. Runners at first and second, two out. Right-handed batter digging in. The pitch. Bouncing ball, we should be out of the inning. Devanna in, scoops it up and throws in time. Jerry Devanna charged that ball nicely. No runs, two hits, no errors, two left. They've stranded eight. We go into the bottom of the ninth. One run will win it for the Cardinals. The score tied two and two. All right, Jack, Joe Torrey, who's been the offense, he's now driven in 101 runs for the season. Grant Jackson has been an outstanding pitcher. Could he have gotten away from Torrey, he would have won this game. Joe Torrey. What a dramatic way to end the season, however bad it may have been. To win a game in the bottom of the ninth with a home run. Here's the windup and the pitch. And it's high, ball one. One ball and no strikes. Grant Jackson's pitch. Pops it up. Richie Allen under the ball. And he makes the cut. Torrey fouled Allen. That's one out, and here's McCarthy. Cardinals have had five hits. Tip of the Cardinal cap reads the board to you fans for your loyal support through the 1969 season. See you next year, it reads up there. quote and unquote. That's what's up on the board. Here's the pitch. And McCarver takes a strike. Well, here's a ground ball hit by McCarver to Richie Allen. He's got it. Steps on the bag in time. Two up, two down. Mike Shannon will be the batter. And UPI has fed a story on their wire. Not you, you, one of the international news services. Here's the pitch. And Shannon fouls one back out of play. Strike one. But they know definitely that I have been fired. Well, I tell you. It could easily happen. But why would they know first? Or why would anybody else know first? That's what's really grinding inside of me. After 25 years. Here's the pitch. Outside. One ball and one strike. Two men are out. Mike Shannon the bat. Now the delivery. Strike call.
man and waiting. Oh, would Mike love to get hold of one. The pitch. He struck him out. Shannon goes down swing. One, two, three. Nothing across. So, the season started with an extra inning game in St. Louis. The season will end with an extra inning game in St. Louis. In the first game of the year, which went 14 innings, the Pirates won. And let's hope in the last game of the season, however many innings it's going to go, it's got to go at least 10 now, let's hope that the Cardinals can turn it around. It's tied up 2-2 at the end of the night. Johnny Briggs fouls off the first pitch. Now Gibson's delivery. Swung on. High top fly. Left field Brock under the ball. He makes the catch in foul territory. So Briggs. Pops out to Brock. One man out. And here's Johnny Callison who tied it up with a two-out bases loaded single in the eighth. That drove in the two runs that tied. The wind-up for Pitt. Long drive foul into the stand. One strike and no ball. Pittsburgh clinched third place tonight. Now the delivery swung on, bouncing ball. Javier over the first in time. Now Richie Allen. Nothing out of three. Here's the pitch. High fly ball, deep right field. Higgs got Rome on the track. He's waiting. Makes the catch. They go down in order. One, two, three. Allen, fly deep to him. Removal to the bottom of the tenth. Tied up two, two. Here's Joe Higgs. A long belt would end the season. Here's the pitch by Grant Jack. It's a strike. Haig has had one out of three. Struck out his first two times and then sinks. Left-handed batter holds the bat high. The pitch. There's a smash right field base hit. Joe Haig singles the right. The winning run is on. And here's Jerry Devanon. Devanon is nothing out of two. Grant Jackson has gone all the way. That's only the sixth hit he's allowed. Domalicho is going to run for Higgs. Here's George Kissel coming down the line, the third base coach, to talk to Jerry Devan. Runner at first to nobody out. Now the stretch. The pitch. Takes it low, ball one. One ball, no strikes. Final game of the year. Now the signal given. The delivery. Low and inside. New York.
Mark has won the Eastern Division. Chicago has finished second. Pittsburgh third. St. Louis fourth. Philadelphia fifth. And Montreal last. Now the stretch. Throw to first. In the West Division, Atlanta, San Francisco, Cincinnati, Los Angeles, Houston, and San Diego. The way they finished. Here's the pitch. He held up. Ball three. He walked in the seventh. Flat out in the fifth. Flat out in the seventh. Three balls, no strike. Devannon looking at Kissel. Signal given. Three balls, no strike. Davalicho, a leadoff first. The pit. Strike right in there. And now the count is three and one. Jerry Devannon getting set. The three-one pitch. Here it is. Strike two. And now it's down to three and two. And Willie tried to bunt with two strikes. Will they get the runner going? Will they hit away? Three balls, two strikes. Here's the stretch. The pitch. Strike three call. Boy, what a job of pitching. By Grant Jackson. winning your own game, Robert. Ball game in the bottom of the tent. Tied up two and two. The stretch, the pitch, low inside, ball one. One ball, no strikes. First base by Davalicho. The pitch. Swung and he fouled it back and he had a good cut. One ball and one strike. Right-handed hitter digging in. And now the pitch. He bunts. Back to the mound. He may beat it out. The throw. He's out on a good play by Grant Jackson. It'll be a sacrifice for Gibbs. He was really trying to butt for a hit on that one. And now he's got the winning run in scoring position. And here's Lou Brock. Dave Watkins, the catcher, out talking to the pitcher, Jackson. Redbirds trying to end it with a victory. They started it with a 14-inning loss to Pittsburgh. Bob Gibson, on that occasion, pitched the first nine innings, but was not the loser.
Pirates scored four runs in the 14th inning. After Bob Gibson had held them to two runs for the first nine innings. Ready to go with Lou Brock up there trying to end it. The stretch, the pitch, here it is. Swings and he fouls it out of play. One strike to no more. The Pirates have already clinched third place. The stretch the pitch. There's a ground ball back to the pitcher, knocks it down. Throws the first. It's time, a good play by Grant Jackson. Not easily could have gone through there for a hit, but he knocked it down off his foot and threw Brock out. So Brock is one out of five, and there's no way he can finish at 300. No runs, one hit, no errors, one left. At the end of 10, tied up 2-2. Two, two. Here we go into the 11th inning with Darren Johnson. And the first pitch is in their first strike goal. Big Tavolicho is now playing right field. Here's the pitch. Swing on, a drive in the center. Flood is back there, back there, back there. Leafs can't make the play. Here goes Darren Johnson in the second base with a double. Darren Johnson doubles over Flood's head. Two balls and a strike. 
the fence. High pop foul, Torrey chasing it, no play. It's in the stand. Two balls, two strikes. The Phillies have had eight hits, the Cardinals have had six. Each team has made one error. Terry Harmon waiting. Two balls, two strikes. Now the stretch. Fly ball to center, but Flood is there. He grabs it. So the leadoff double was wasted. No runs, one hit. No errors, one left. We move into the bottom of the 11th side, two and two. Here's the first pitch to Kirk Flood Lane. Foul down the third base line. Missed extra bases by inches. Kirk Flood has had one out of three. Nobody on and nobody out. Ball game in the bottom of the 11th. Tied up two and two to pitch. Here's the curve outside. And that evens it up. One ball, one strike. Right-handed hitter waiting. High fly ball, deep center field. Johnny Briggs is back, waiting, and he has one gone. Here's Javier now. Fully is nothing out of four. on. Here's the pitch. High pop fly on the infield. That will be easy. Terry Harmon, the shortstop, takes it. Here's Joe Torrey. Three balls, no strike. Torrey takes a look. If I had a guess, I guess they're going to turn him loose, hoping he'll end it with one swing. Here's the windup. The pitch. Ball four. Carver. Now the pitch. High fly ball. That ought to be easy. Ron Stone waiting. He's got it. No runs, no hits, no errors. One left. At the end of 11. It's tied up two and two. We go into the top of the 12. Well, we started with a 14-inning game, the first game of the season, and lost it. 6-2, it was tied 2-2 going to the 14th, and the Pirates then got four. Let's hope it doesn't come out like that. Here's Grant Jackson. High, lazy fly ball. That will be easy. Under the ball is Flood, and he's got it. One away. Gibson has given eight hits in 12 innings. And this has been the story of the kind of year that Gibson has had. Pitches well enough to win, but doesn't get enough runs to do so. And that he's going for his 20th. The pitch to Tony Taylor. High. The pitch. He struck him out. A good curveball. That's the first strikeout since the eighth. And 
the 10th strikeout of the game. That's a 269th of the season for Bob Gibson. His all-time high is 270. Here's Johnny Briggs with two out the pitch. Swung and he missed. The pitch to Briggs. High fly ball. Easy out. Flood in right center waiting. He takes it. Six in a row. Retired by Gibson. We're going to the bottom half of the 12th. Tied up. Two and two. Well, I don't think anything has to be said for the integrity of the game of baseball, but I think you have a pretty good example here. The Cardinals cannot catch the Pittsburgh Pirates for the number three spot in the Eastern Division of the National League. It already has been completed, New York, Chicago, and Pittsburgh, and the best the Cardinals can do is end up one game behind the Pirates. And for the Phillies, well, they're not going anywhere. Grant Jackson's record, he can't get to the 500 mark record is 14 and 17. Gibson, of course, has a lot at stake with 20 wins, but with regard to these Phillies, they're not just turning over and playing dead for the Cardinals. They've been battling right down the line. They've tied the game in the eighth inning, and now we find ourselves in the bottom of the 12th inning. Out there in the board, they put to the Cardinal Usherettes. Thanks for the cake. I suppose the Usherettes gave their boss out here evening, a cake at the end of the year. It's always a sad occasion on the final day or night of the baseball season. Well, the fans have been on, Shannon, most of the evening. He's leading off in the bottom of the 10th inning against Grant Jackson. Shannon has had one out of four. Here's the pitch. And it's low. Well, it was two to two in the first game of the season at this time. Great two pitch, here it is. Ball, four, one. Well, there's the winning run on. And here's Vic Davalicho. Vic Davalicho came in as a pitch runner for Joe Hay. After Hay got his second in the night in the attempt. Hake fanned his first two times up. Probably the first time he ever saw Grant Jackson. But he singled against a tough left-hander in the seventh, and he singled again in the tenth. Here's Grant Jackson's pitch. A little tap. He might advance the man at that. They don't throw to second, they throw to first. So Davalicho, after failing to sacrifice, taps slowly enough to the pitcher. Forget what is tantamount to a sacrifice, although he is not so credited. Here's Jerry Devanna now. And they're going to walk Devanna intentionally to get the Gibson. So they giving Bob a chance to win his own game. And I, for one, am happy to see the runners at first and second with one out. Here's the strike. The pitch to Gibson. Bouncing ball to third. Steps on third, one out. Throws to first. Wild throw. Pulls it off the bag. No double play. Now it's Luke Rock who can end it all. There go the runners. The pitch. Oh, four. He walked them. That's the third walk of the inning off Grant Jackson. Here's Flood. 
you think he can walk his fourth man of the inning? Three balls and a strike. Here's a pitch. The Cardinals win on a baseball ball. Grant Jackson wound up walking four men in the inning. And Jerry Devannon has scored the winning run. And the Redbirds at 12 innings have beaten the Phillies three to two. And Bob Gibson has won number 20. We'll be back with the totals in a minute. Well, that's it. And to the tune of all anxiety, a crowd of a little better than 13,000, of which 11,680 walked to the exit, having seen Bob Gibson for the first time during his career win 20 games or better. And this year was exactly 20, and he had to pitch 12 tough innings to get him. Here's the total. Three runs, six hits, one air for the Cardinals. Bob Gibson, the winner now, 20 and 13. For the Phillies, two runs, eight hits, one air. Grant Jackson, who pitched an excellent ball game until he tired as he walked four men in the bottom of the 12. Jackson, the loser, he now has won 14, lost 18. Time of the ball game, two hours and 15 minutes. Now, Jack will have a rundown on all the other baseball coming up in a moment. And following that, we'll have our post-game interview. So, this is it. Another baseball season. The Cardinals finish fourth this year. And hopeful, of course, of doing much better next year. Again, as we said before, many, many thanks. Your wires are much appreciated. Your expressions. Thanks so much for your support. I hope we'll have a chance to see each other again somewhere sometime. And I hope right here. So, speaking now for engineer Merle Perry and for our producer, Al Chance, or Jack Buck, Harry Carey, wishing you all a very pleasant good evening from Bush Memorial Stadium, where the Cardinals edge the Phillies in 12 innings, 3-2, to two, with Bob Gibson winning his 20th victory of the season. Hope you enjoyed the broadcast and the season. See you somewhere along the line. So long, everybody. And that's it on the Cardinals scoreboard. The Cardinals in 12, one of 3-2 for Harry Carey. And Al Chance has been our producer all season long in the finale of the 1969 campaign. We certainly thank you for the many times that you have tuned us in, and we've enjoyed bringing you Cardinal baseball this year.